Hello everybody and welcome back to Thoughts, Feelings, Emotions, a weekly podcast in which we talk about anything and everything that has piqued our interest enough to give you our podcast title on. I am your host Daniel Frankham, aka Frankenstein, joined as always by everyone's favourite co-host of the show, Daniel Weller. Hello! Uh, let's start off with everyone's favourite segment, what the fuck have we been up to this week, Dan? Uh, well, so, the start of the week, I started re-watching the, uh, the good Mission Impossible films. Um, which ones are the good ones? Because I... Four, five, and six. I thought the first one was good, considered good. I've never seen the first one, but like, uh, I think most people's recommendation is the first one's alright, the second one's terrible, the worst. Terrible, then third one's pretty good, fourth one's great. Well, third one's usually alright, and then four, five, and six are just better than all the rest of them. Yeah, I only started watching after five, basically. I haven't watched anything. I think I've watched bits and pieces of the fourth one, but that's about it, really. Fourth one's pretty good. I think... Because uh, four, five, and six. Isn't that more, the one where they introduced Jeremy Renner as comedy. the potential replacement, and then nothing ever happened? Yeah, Jeremy Renner was like potential replacement of like four and five. That kind of they did that with Bourne as just... well. It was quite funny because it's just like Jeremy Renner <laughs> is meant to take on all of these big franchises, and then no one likes Jeremy Renner enough to actually have him lead a movie. And then this morning, I uh, watched Spider Verse because that just came on Netflix. Mm. I've seen that movie so many times already. And what do you think? It's actually really good. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's a great movie. I love that movie so much. It's one of my favourite movies of all time. It's just such a good... Like, it's such a good animated film, and you think it's just... Ah, ah it's so good. I can see why, why it won't ask it. Yeah. I love the... I can't... The, the, the one thing I find about that movie is the music is really good, but I can't listen to the music without the movie. Like, I've, yeah, I've agree, tried to like listen genre, to the soundtrack of that movie without the movie, and I just can't. It's just it's just such a good soundtrack for that movie, and it just works in that movie, and it's just perfectly utilized in that movie that I can't listen to that music without the movie. So every time I want to listen to the songs, I have to put the movie on and then watch the entire movie <laughs> to, listen to, the, to listen to the song. But other than that, it's great. Basically, after that, I think... You, I've watched The Mandalorian. I don't know if you've watched Mandalorian Season 2. I have watched it. I watched it yesterday. What did you think? Big spider. Oh, great. Big spiders. I hate spiders. I have got a sort of arachnophobia, and I was very much cringing or creasing at that moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did feel very creeped Baby out. Baby Yoda was very is uncomfortable. a serial killer, man. He's such a... <laughs> so he funny. kills some... It was brilliant. He tries to wipe I out, like, it. two different species, man. He just like, keeps eating yeah. eggs. <laughs> And then the very last scene is just him eating another egg. Mm. Just doesn't care. I do like that they've um, sort of taken the uh, consequences of the last season as well into it because he's being sort of tracked down by the Republic. Is it the Republic? Who? Yeah, yeah the Republic, Republic yeah, is the new Republic. Um, coming to take him because he's done a bunch of bad things and he's trying to. But then he's also done good things, so they kind of at the end just let him basically leave him to die because they don't know how how yeah. damaged it like that spider thing crashed through his windscreen so it's just kind of left to die basically Ooh, just talk about it gives me chills Hate i like that little gecko lady that's funny yeah <laughs> the thing is like, i wonder who that's voice knows i'm assuming that's some sort of big celebrity they always do that they always make probably some big celebrity is uh yeah and richard ayoade come yeah. back I wasn't expecting robot. that to be honest i was kind of as soon as i saw that they meant they they had the robot head there i was like are they gonna do it i was because when that um what I was expecting, because when they have all that shootout with the lasers and everything, I was expecting the robot to have come back. Did you expect that? Not really. Because I, I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's come back, he's built a body, because he's now basically back alive. Because he was like, that droid's dangerous, you shouldn't have done that. 
So I was expecting them to kind of bring the droid back because he might have gone into the system of the ship and built like used the ship to build him a new bot like build his body back together and then he maybe because she programmed it with good intentions i don't know i just thought that was because i i didn't really expect the republic ships to come back and be the ones to save him i just thought it would just be the big old mod uh, robot just shooting stuff yeah i agree (laughs) i did like the flamethrower the flamethrower is such a sick thing also that fucking jetpack uh thing where he just with the at the beginning <laughs> where he just shoots the jetpack up in the sky and then the little dude falls down. Yeah, I was sort of thinking like, how did you can get rid of the jetpack now? Nah, but like, no, no, okay, just you know, make the guy fall to his death. Also, the Mandalorian seems to be surprisingly strong because he has to take the entire contents of his speeder and just hurdle it all the way back to Tatooine, uh, like Mos Eisley spaceport or whatever it is. And it's just like he's he's just lugging like an entire speeder on his back and just and a baby Yoda. Or the child, as Disney wants everyone to call it. Yeah, other than that, uh, more Star Wars-related things that I've been watching. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special trailer, which looks absolutely dumb as hell, and I'm really looking forward to it, because it's just them traveling through all the timelines of Star Wars, and it's Lego, so they can just make fun of it. What did you think? Did you watch it? I I didn't watch it. I'm not really a big fan of Lego Star Wars or Lego. Uh, The Lego Star Wars games, games are great. They're like the best take on star wars i i couldn't care less about like uh fallen jedi or whatever it is i'm just like lego star wars all the way i'm getting that new lego star wars complete saga game when it comes out because <laughs> that that was my childhood that was like ps2 level generation of gaming and i was just like this is such a good game and i'm so i'm so like pumped for that game and i also watched chef which is a john favreau movie makes me really hungry <laughs> i watched it because it's a food about it's a what? film about food and it's like it just like right. all like food shots and like really nice looking food and i'm just like and it's about the love of making food and it's a it's a chef going on a road trip with his son uh to cook meals in a food truck and i'm just like this is this makes me really hungry and if you've ever watched uh, on netflix his chef show which is basically the aftermath of his chef movie where he decided that he'll just make a tv show about making food with a bunch of like chefs and everything and it also makes me really hungry and i i watched it at like 9 p.m and after i was just like starving so i had to have like a big old meal afterwards and i was just like ah oh, none of this food compares to what's in that movie yeah i've never seen it <laughs> never heard of it yeah it's it's there's a it's if you want to watch something that just has really nice looking food it's on amazon prime the actual movie i think i don't know i can't remember if i paid for it or not uh i don't know if it's still on like amazon as a prime but if you're on netflix it is a tv show where he just goes around with his chef mate and they uh talk to like a bunch of celebrities robert downey jr and tom holland and the directors of endgamer in one of the episodes and they just go to a restaurant and talk about all like the casting and stuff and just it's it's a really good show but Mm. it's it's might watch it it's quite it does make you fucking hungry because they just cook like such nice looking meals and i'm just like i can't do any of this <laughs> makes you depressed then. yeah and especially with the lockdown and everything coming up i'm just like i i, I i'm still working so i can't do anything i, I wanted to learn to cook but i'm just like i, can't, I don't have time because i'm still working but lockdown would have been perfect shall we move on to our next segment why does this exist and long monopoly is on there Dan, do you want to explain what Long Monopoly is? So Long Monopoly is sort of 
normal Monopoly, but twice the amount of properties. Mm-hmm. And each property section is like twice as long. So I think Dark Blue is like four or five different properties for Dark Blue. Yeah, basically it's a it's the same board, but they added all of the properties again, or like more properties on the outside of the board. And also they've added a rule. There's a rule version where if you get knocked out you can still play i think and it look it, it looks like hell and i really want to play it with someone because it just it if you want an end of friendship this is the game to play well apparently the i have it up somewhere that the game lasts between eight and ten hours yeah well the average game of monopoly i think lasts between an hour and two hours and they said that this could like quadruple it because it's like stupidly long and i'm just like i wonder if they'll ever add this to like the uh ubisoft uh monopoly on ps4 and stuff i mean i doubt it ubisoft kind of forget about that game because i i know that game that game is dead on I, I like playing that game but it it's buggy as hell and it crashes all the time yeah it's a shame really ubisoft kind of burned that license i, I don't know why I, I i i'm kind of curious about it i would get it but I just don't like everyone we know is kind of separated, so we can't ever really. Do You'd have to do like a camera facing downwards, and then just like it wouldn't work. I'd love to if if we ever got like a group of us in a room, I'd love to record it and put it on my channel. Just because I imagine if we did like a drinking game version of it, it and I we did like a live stream on your Twitch or something at Weller, uh, Weller it's about time. Subtle plug for you, Dan. Thank you. I appreciate it. There's still no content yet, but uh, still <laughs> gaslight him into thinking the name's good. But everyone, please, 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 I came up with it. Let's move on to headliners. Everyone's other favorite segment. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying if it's for everyone. Too many favorite segments. <laughs> you gotta pick a favorite, guys. Come on, you can't have all of them as your favorite. PlayStation 5 storage has been revealed by outlets as rather than being 825, it's got 667 gigabytes of storage because of the operating system. I wasn't surprised by this because I knew operating systems take up a lot of space, but it's still kind of a bummer because it's not a lot of space. And if you ever get a COD, you can only really have like one or two. <laughs> well, and you, you say you're not... And, and also... Mm, yeah, say, you say you're not you're surprised about the size of it i am like linux on a pc takes up about 10 to 20 gigabytes of storage i, I think even windows isn't even that big I, I i don't know how well i know the xbox one isn't a terabyte i think it's like 870 something so i don't know what they're doing with these operating systems but i think it's it's not surprising because the playstation 5, uh, 4 didn't have the full 500 ter- uh, 500 gigabytes when it launched and the standard terabyte version doesn't have the full I think PlayStation and Xbox's operating systems just take up a lot of space. Well, the PS4 is a bit different because they had it was a hard disk drive, which meant they need to have partitions. So how it sort of worked, every mm. single game and the operating system was different. But it had different partitions, but you can't have a partition to the exact size. You have to have additional space for updates to d- get downloaded into. But for it to be an SSD, you don't need to partition it. But maybe they still are. Maybe it's got something to do with the SSD bootload or something. Maybe I'm sure someone at some stage will tell us why it's so big, but for now we don't really know. Apparently also the PlayStation 5 won't support external SSD support or the internal SSD support until That's later on in the uh, life cycle. Not from, not from launch, apparently. So if you, I think you can still plug in a standard hard drive, but until they patch the console later on, you can't put because they have that slot for the SSDs. Apparently, you can't use that slot just yet or at launch. Yeah, it's an M.2 bay for uh, M.2 Gen 4 PCIe. Yeah. I imagine it's just at launch for maybe a week until it launches in the UK. 
I don't know, but until they activate it, you can't use it. So if you were looking to upgrade your storage on launch day with a M2 whatever SSD thing, you can't. So it's kind of, but apparently their consoles from like reviewers and everything are pretty good and they're like a big step up from the last generation. And I'm still looking forward to getting mine and I'll give everyone an in-depth review when I actually get one. Yeah, give me your review because I'm not getting one. Yeah. Well, (laughs) anytime soon anyway. I'll I'll probably be gushing about it because I'm as as long as it plays Destiny two at <laughs> ultra fast speeds and because apparently I was looking at like review of like Xbox Series X and the load time on Xbox Series X for Destiny two was like one minute fifty from like booting up the game to actually getting into the game. That's still long. Yeah. Uh, no, but that that was like on an Xbox One or an Xbox oh, uh, right, PS four, yeah. and then the Xbox One X was fifty something seconds. So it's still long. But it's like a minute shorter. And apparently even... and Because I've played it on PC. And it's still long on PC. Like it's about 30 to 40 seconds. So it's pretty good for like Destiny. But on like PS... Uh, on like Spider-Man it's like two seconds. So it's... I think it's just Destiny's a sh- like a loading nightmare. And apparently Red Dead Redemption 2 is also a loading nightmare. So if you can get them... Sh- Destiny's a bit of a weird game. Yeah. I mean... We'll talk about it later, but I'm sure. You wanted to talk about Watchlog Legion's source code leak? I don't know anything about this. Right, so the entirety source code for Watchdogs Legion has been leaked online. Is the source code just the base game and it's pirating, right? Yeah, the actual game files. 556 gigabytes of game files. That sucks. Have all been released online. Yeah. So if you find it, you can basically get the game for free because it's all there. Well, sucks for Ubisoft, I guess. Yeah, they're looking into it. They don't know who it is. How can you have the entire game get leaked? I imagine it's not going to affect the game that badly. Because I imagine it's a very specific type of people who are still pirating games. And they weren't going to pay for it anyway. So I think it's more the fact that how, how did one person have access to all 556 gigabyte of game files? I don't know. It's probably a disgruntled... Ubisoft is a very weird company. Also, did you know America called it Ubisoft? I think I have heard that somewhere. Yeah. It does annoy me. Get your shit straight, America. Like, come on. It's Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. I don't know if Amer- the French call it Ubisoft, but I don't know. UK calls it Ubisoft. It's not Ubi. Do you have anything more to say? Because... Oh. No, that's, I think that's it for Ubisoft, really, and Watch Dogs Legion. Just a bit sad for them, yeah. really, but I think it's yeah. worth mentioning. I, I, didn't, I didn't even... I haven't played that game. You, How are you doing on that game? Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. Um, it's quite... Uh, some features are kind of strange and quite good. I think one thing I would have liked is... Because in the game, you have different operators that do different things. So you get like a drone expert, a spy, mm. a hitman, etc. I would have liked it if, for certain missions, you needed to have that expert. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that would make sense, I guess. But you don't. It, it's kind of... So you have like restricted areas. So like one, like a police station, it's restricted unless you're a policeman. Right, that makes sense. So you can walk in with a policeman, but you don't need to have a policeman to so do it. So you could just get a guy dressed up as a policeman. Mm, not quite, but you can just basically go in a gun and just shoot everyone down if you wanted to. It can get quite difficult though because there's a lot of gunfire against one person. How's the shooting in that game? Is it good? Oh, it's quite good. It's, I mean, it's third person. Ah, yeah, third person ain't great. It's not great, but it's not too bad on PC. Mm. Next on our list of headliners, we've got the SAGE has come out and said that young people should who are told to isolate during coronavirus should get free games, which I find quite funny. Yeah, give me free games. Yeah, because apparently the... Well, I, it's pretty understandable. The... People who aren't complying with lockdown regulations are between aged between 18 and 29. 
So they because of the lack of trust in the government. <laughs> which I don't blame them. We've got a crap prime minister at the moment. It could be worse. Could have America. No, America's fixing their problems. Didn't you hear? They're legalizing all the drugs in Oregon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fix several problems. Yeah. So give everyone free drugs in America. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird. But in terms of like, they just want basically to, if you give people free games then people will stay at home and play video games basically what they're trying to say and it's basically increasing the adherence to covid19 prevention behaviors among young people by a scientific pandemic influence group it's just basically but on the 22nd of october they said this and it was just like we we want to get people to play games so that they don't go outside which i agree with i mean i would stay home anyway but if you want to buy me a free game i'll take it do you know what the British government should do? Give everyone a PS5, and then boom, everyone will stay home. Or an Xbox Series X, depending. You should get a choice. I mean, I kind of agree, but also don't. <laughs> or you could give them a PS4, give them a last-gen game. They're cheaper <laughs> at the moment. They'll go buy all the old, buy all the old last-gen consoles and just. Give do you know them what the they grannies. should do? Everyone should get a Wii. Every- I got my Wii out the other day. The graphics are still terrible. They never were great, but that's not the point of that. That was just meant to be a family console. It's still one of the highest selling game consoles of all time. Yep, that 4080p gaming. Mm. Is it really 44? Wait, 4080? Yeah, it's not HD. Oh, wow. I swear at some stage they went uh, HD, didn't they? Or 720? Because the original X... Well, they haven't got HDMI, so how are they going to do HD? Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. The funny thing about the Xbox Series X is, uh, because at launch, the Xbox ran at 720p rather than 1080p, that's true. That is, or it's like nineteen, yeah. so, ninety, line twenty or something. It wasn't ten eighty p at launch. So any games that came out between when until they got ten eighty p on the Xbox Series X don't run at anything above seven twenty p if they're remastered or, or there are. So oh. if you have an Xbox Series X and it came out before Xbox Series uh, Xbox got ten eighty p gaming uh, like standard definition, it won't run it anything higher. So the PlayStation 5, because PlayStation 4 came out at 1080p, it gets upscaled resed. But the Xbox Series X won't upscale res the uh, 720p games. So That is really sad. So, and also, apparently, from what I've seen, the uh, PlayStation 5 upscales like any game to a solid 60Hz refresh rate. And it doesn't drop. Whereas you can see the limitations of the Xbox game previous, because some of the games drop. But they're still pretty high. They're like 54 minimum, but they do drop in the hurt, the refresh rate, basically. So it's an interesting comparison. I, I don't know how well that would work, upscaling the refresh rate. It's it's more because if the game has... Because it's basically, I think, from what I was seeing... I'm not an expert at this, but the um, from what I saw, the PlayStation, if you have an unlocked frame rate, because they, there are games with unlocked frame rates... So right, if okay. a game is locked at 30 f- uh, frames per second, it will only run at 30 frames per second, even on a PlayStation 5. But if it's got an unlocked frame rate or a performance mode or like a yeah, like a scenic game mode, it will run it at different refresh rates, basically. But if you do it on the performance mode where it's just trying to max everything out, the PlayStation 5 seems to do better compared to the Xbox Series X because of the X- if it runs at like a solid 60 if it's got an unlocked frame rate or it's so uh... i think it's got to do with sort of how each console yeah. is backwards compatibility but... so the xbox runs more of an emulator for the xbox um, one x and the original xbox whereas the ps5 is 
almost using like PS4 hardware yeah. inside the PS5 because yeah. the architecture is so. so from what I've seen from like Digital Foundry, if people want to check out the video, it's basically if you play a PlayStation like launch type or like a actual first per- party PlayStation game, it will run basically 60 f uh, 60 frames per second at like a solid 60 frames. So like Knack, which was like notorious for having a shit frame rate will sit a solid 60 hertz uh, frame per second so like on the playstation 4 it dropped to like 24 frames per second but on an actual playstation 5 it will run at 60 hertz frames per second and it's like a pretty big comparison because uh, i think it's because the um vast difference between the playstation 4 pro uh teraflops and the PlayStation 5's teraflops, because the Xbox Series X isn't as big as jump as the Xbox One X between the two. So yeah. the comparisons between how Xbox have, like how people made the X, I can't, I, it's just watch the Digital Foundry video. It's a lot easier. I know what you mean, because the Xbox One X, that actually produced 4K gaming, whereas the PS4 Pro produced upscaled 4K. Which I think it still does for games that have the upscaled 4K. And it's it's how the X, uh, how the PlayStation Four does the four K upscaling compared to how the Xbox does it is also a comparison because I think checkerboarding is what PlayStation use, which is yeah I think I that, yeah. does less quality in certain areas, but then highlights bigger areas. Whereas the Xbox is trying to run everything at native four K, which is a lot more processing. So, but the comparisons between the two are basically uncompa- like com- not like it looks exactly the same basically. I mean, I've already f- always found that between 4K and 1080p, there's not a massive difference. You only really notice it in sort of like trees or somewhere there's fine detail. I think you notice it if you're s- you're comparing it directly, because I've I have my 1080p com- TV behind me and I have my 8K TV next to me, and when I'm looking at my PS4 on a 4K, at like 4K upscaled HDR. It looks incredible, and I put it back onto my 1080p computer uh, TV, and it just looks—it doesn't look as bright, and it doesn't look as vibrant, and it just looks meh. And and I, mean, I, think... I find HDR makes a big difference. Yeah. That that makes tremendous. The colors and the depth is brilliant. But the actual native 4K—I mean, it depends on how close to the TV and how big the TV is. So you've got like a big TV, and you what have you got? I've got 65. Inch. 65 inch and compared how... to a 40 inch TV. Yeah, so that, that's that's quite a big TV already yeah and that how close do you sit to it like a meter uh i'm sitting well i was sitting like a meter uh with the 1080p and then i'm sitting like a meter and a half away on the bigger tv the 65 inch yeah so if you sack a meter away from your tv you're gonna notice a big difference yeah but if you sat sort of a normal tv's position maybe about two meters away the only thing i found with a 65 inch tv like at 4k and 8k is it makes everything else lower resolution the 1080p look garbage and it's just anything below 1080p looks absolutely garbage and it just makes watching standard tv terrible (laughs) because it just looks pixely and it just looks absolutely terrible and it makes watching anything at that just like it's just such a dead format at this point and nothing should be running at 40 40 or 40 80 or 720 and just like kill those formats whenever my dad watches tv he'll always put on standard definition and he would never use the hd channels mm. and you will even go purposely past the hd one to put on standard <laughs> yeah I, I don't know other than i go to him can you not see the difference it's i i've always found that it's difficult to see it when you're not looking at it side by side if you I, I can see it. As soon as I see an image, I know if it's 1080p or less than 1080p. I can, but I don't think older people can. And I think unless you're looking at it side by side, it's harder to tell. 
but from 720 to 1080, I can see a difference. 1080 to 4K. I think 720 to 1080 is not too bad. It's from 480 to 720. Uh, it, 720, I can see a difference, yeah. but it's just, it's it's not great. Nah, 480 to 720 is a You look at the comparison between our uh, webcams. That's 720 versus whatever yours is running. Mine's 1080p. Oh, mine's, oh no, mine's, 10, uh, mine's 1080p, but yours is a bit more fuzzy, so. I don't know. No, that's just the lines. I don't know what it is. Because I've got lines on my drawers, so it makes the drawers look fuzzy, but like, look at my hand or something, it look a bit more clear. On my end, it doesn't. But, um, oh, I think it's to do with um, Google Duo. Fresh. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. Also, I've got bad lighting. There's no light behind my, behind my thing. Fair enough. No one can see. But let's move on to everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> this week, the big one is we're doing the best and worst games of the genera- eighth generation, but it's mostly PS4 and PC. <laughs> because <laughs> because basically we decided that neither one of us has really played any xbox or wii games or not wii uh nintendo that's the one that's the company that does the wii wii u games, wii u games that they killed and then made the wii u the switch but neither one of us has played either of those so we basically decided that our eighth generation gaming parameters for what we're doing of games is from november 15th 2013 to november 12 2020 but those are loose guidelines because basically the eighth generation technically started with the wii u which was like 2012 so we've got a rough guideline for when our games could have released and we've got a couple of rules basically one game per franchise so we can't just fill it with like cods if we liked a bunch of cods and we've got basically no past gen games so if it came out on ps3 at the same time you can't really do it basically or if it was like a like for example the last of us was a ps3 game that got then got re-released on playstation 4 so unfortunately for me i can't have the last of us on my list of best games because it was a past gen like game and then got remastered for next gen so that yeah no remasters yeah or like past gen titles that came out roughly at the same time, but they could have, if they were like specifically designed for the PlayStation or like came out for the PlayStation 4 after that date and then released on PS3, you can do it. But anything before November 15th, roughly, is our guideline. Do you get me? <laughs> I get you. I mean, I may have booked the rules occasionally. Yeah, but, but it's, <laughs> we just deal with it. It's just our favorite games of the last seven years or so. So we're starting with our worst games of the generations, and Dan's going to kick us off with his number five. Basically, we did um, five worst games. We got ten honorable mentions, and then ten best games of the generation. Yep. And we're going to start with worst. So Dan, yeah. what is your fifth worst game? No, my fifth worst. It might be a bit common between most people. It's not going to be on your list, I don't think. But my game is Fortnite, <laughs> my fifth game. No, Fortnite isn't on my list of worst games. Yeah, I don't think it would be because you actually enjoyed it. I actually, yeah, I did enjoy it. I didn't. I hated it. I hated every minute of that you game. You were bad at it. That's why you hated it. <laughs> I do agree I was bad at it, but this difference between being bad I and just not enjoying Fortnite the game. Fortnite at the beginning was good. Fortnite as what it became is bad. But I can't put it on my list because i didn't hate it at launch i hated what it became 
uh, I hated the building, I hated the third person action, I hated the cartoony look, I hated the guns, I hated everything about that game, but I also respect that I was bad at that game, and the biggest problem was I never wanted to get good at it in the first place. Fair enough. I, I, like I said, I liked the game when it came out. I think it did, it, it, it changed a bunch of stuff in terms of gaming that I didn't particularly like, but I liked watching it. I thought until like season seven of the first season, I thought it was pretty good. After like season seven, it got too gimmicky and it became too big for itself and everyone was playing it and it just became like suffocating. But I have videos on it if people want to check them out at Frankenstein Gaming. And we had fun. I had fun with it. But I stopped doing it after a while because I was just like, eh. But I, I, uh, that's the reason why it's not on my list because it's like I enjoyed it. I mean, but I, I can't, I can't fault it for that. It would be low on my list, but it did revolutionise sort of in-game purchases. It because mm. it, it added the battle pass system, which was relatively new at the time. Yeah. It got loot boxes were still a big thing at the time. And yeah, it, I don't think those are positives. <laughs> well, no, I think the battle pass was good. The battle pass was a good thing because it got rid of loot boxes. I hate battle passes. I. I... It's a free game. You have to have some. Uh, you have to have something somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get that. I get, I get that it helped build a platform for free games that people then could play, and then it helped make it so that people who would would spend money didn't get an advantage, but they got cooler skins. And I was. I mean, if you want to pay twenty pound for a skin, that's on you. And I spent a lot of money on that game. To be fair, I spent a lot of money to buying skins. <laughs> of course, you did. Because I had a bunch of skins. Well, you know me. I bought the soons. I bought the rev, the reaper one, or the one with the things i bought a couple other skins that i thought were cool i don't regret those decisions but they, they were they yeah, were right pretty, what can you do about it really I, th- I think when i bought them after i think i when i bought them i enjoyed them and they were cool and that was about it so I, yeah so yours is number what's your, are we doing yeah so mine number four um it's actually the crew released in 2014 it's the crew the driving game yeah, it's a driving game. And they did release a sequel, but I never played the sequel. And the reason why it's on my four worst one is because I was excited for it, but I just got really bored of it really quickly. I don't think I've had any game where I just got bored of it straight away. Huh. See, I I didn't. I, I knew of it. I just never played it because I was like, there are other driving games that I enjoy more, like Gran Turismo or the Drive Club game that had a terrible start launch at PlayStation because it was meant to be a PlayStation Plus exclusive, and then it didn't, and then it couldn't, but... But it kind of was, and then... I always forget about the crew as a series of, like, driving games, because it's just... That's the point. It's really forgettable. Wasn't that interesting? And that's why it's number four, and I haven't got much else to say about it, other than I was a bit disappointed and got bored of it. Fair enough. I mean, are you a big driving person? Like, gaming? I was in last gen, so people listening to podcasts won't know this, but I missed the PS3 gen completely. Yeah. I went from PS2 to PS4. So I was playing the same games on my PS2. I did have a Wii as well, but for like title games, they don't get released on Wii. No, no, well. So I went from PS2 games to PS4. So I had a big jump of graphical capabilities. And... Yeah, pretty much, and sort of the game types and everything. So one of uh, one of my favorite games to play on the PS2 was a PS1 game mm. called Toka Racing. Right. I don't know if you heard of it. No, never heard of it. I, What's uh, it about? Me and my parents were playing until two in the morning on the PS2 playing the game, hmm. and we were trying to find the same experience on the PS4, but we never actually found a game that we could do it with. Uh, what's the driving on that? Because I, well, I can't remember. I think it was a PS3 game, actually. It's most similar to Gran Turismo, Toka Racing. Ah, okay. Should have gone through. Uh, that's what I'd say. Talk, uh, Gran Turismo. Is it like a the... stadium? Is it like a racetrack driver? Yeah, racetrack, yeah. Okay. 
And then you could customize your card and stuff like that. Mm. Nah, I, I'm trying to think of games that you would... But I'm assuming you you know of Drive Club, Gran Turismo, and I'm guessing you tried those. Yeah, I've got Gran Turismo. and enjoyed Gran Turismo. I didn't really... Pay, I did have a go at Drive Club, but the handling was quite difficult. See, mine was Gran Turismo 5 on the PlayStation 3, so that was my favourite one, just because I just had a bunch of fun with that. Uh, shall we move on to your number three? My number three is a looter shooter. Ooh, which one? Released in 2018, and another game that had a lot of problems at launch and they're trying to fix, which is Anthem. Ooh, I didn't put Anthem on my list, mainly because I enjoyed it, but I, 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 I do understand why. It was a broken game, um, and we've talked about it in the last previous episodes, and I'm guessing the reason why is because you were disappointed at how broken that yeah, game was. I mean, there's a part in my heart I really want to like Anthem, see, but I can't. See, mine, mine is the exact same thing, but I, can't, I hate more games than <laughs> Anthem. I, I, I don't hate Anthem. I think Anthem is a broken and buggy and a horrible mess, but a part of me just wants to be able to fly a mech suit. <laughs> so I can't put it. I mean, I can't put it on my worst list. I do agree. I, I don't. I it hate broke it your such, heart. Basically, there's not many games it I hate. Broke your heart, basically, and and you have to yeah, and you have to it punish it for that. Whereas for me, I'm I'm, I'm so more sad. forgiving, and I, I I didn't I didn't want I didn't want to put it on. Should we go to number two? Yeah, my number two. Um, a lot of our friends actually enjoy this game. I think you partly enjoy it too. And I hate it with passion. It's a futuristic game that has jumping everywhere, wall riding, and giant mech suits, which is Titanfall 2. Ah, okay. It's an interesting... Which a lot of people enjoy. And I hate it. I hate (laughs) everything about that game. I hate the (laughs) movement mechanics. I hate the mech suits. It's just stupid. And you can't say I'm bad at the game because I can actually do well at the game. I still hate it. It's dumb. Uh, You're just... I get your pain. It is a very difficult game to get into, and if you, because it's it's fast paced. It's I don't like the movement system that much, and I think the Titans aren't great. But I do enjoy playing it. I just find it frustrating because it it's been out for so long, and people have just gotten good at it. And trying to play it when you haven't played it and everyone's better than you, it's a frustrating game. <laughs> I, I just hate the game and there's so many other games I'd rather play and that can just die in a hole. I got a free on PS Plus and I, if I paid for that game, it would be my number one spot. <laughs> but because I didn't pay for it, it's not my number one. Okay, should we move on to your number one? Because My number one, that's just as infuriating, even maybe more infuriating because I paid for the premium edition of this, which is 90 quid, was Black Ops Ooh, 4. Okay. And I hate this game with every single bone in my body. The zombie... I, I'm a big yep. zombies fan, right? I You've love zombies. do so much. And it, you know, it kind of changed my life in sort of the, my view on games. And that zombies broke my heart in more ways than one. Ha, they ruined the perks. They ruined the characters. They ruined the maps. They ruined everything. It's terrible. They ruined... It added specialists. They got bit of a bloody equipment slot for some for shield. Why? It's dumb. Yeah, I didn't even bother playing it. I was just like, eh. I, I, I didn't enjoy that one. But I have I have a card on my list, which I hated more. So I'll get into my top five list. Unless you have anything more to bitch about on Black... Uh, the multiplayer is dumb. There was no campaign. Blackout was dumb. Oh yeah, um, Blackout. I forgot about lo- that. That was a terrible stories. Just awful. Everything was bad about it. Um, and let's leave it at that, because otherwise <laughs> we're going to be a two. Uh, so we'll start with my number five of worst games, which is PUBG. I, never I play. I I just hate this game for what it caused. Basically, I hate that it caused the genre of battle royales because it caused. I, I understand it what caused, you mean. And it was broken, and it's broken on PS4, 
It's it was broken at launch on PS uh, PC, and it, it never really captured what I wanted from like a battle royale. Like Modern Warfare has a pretty solid battle royale that I kind of like, but I hate that it caused every game in existence to try and make a battle royale game, and that's why it's now number five and it's not further up. Mainly because of just what it caused, because it caused Fortnite, it caused Modern Warfare, it caused Blackout, it caused Battlefield One to make a fucking battle royale it caused it just caused every genre of gaming to make a battle royale and i like some of the battle royales that came out of it but a lot of them and we're still feeling it because even this year we still got battle royales we got ubisoft's hyperscape we got other ones there's it just caused it just bugs the shit out of me and it's just i don't think it's a very good game and i think it was just overhyped at the time because it was like one of the only things that streamers could play that was entertaining enough for them to do and it just it, i just hate the genre that they created because it just caused an overinflation of too many games that were rushed just to try and get a piece of it like i said never really played it but i mean the graphics look bad didn't really look i played good. it when it came out on ps4 for the playstation plus game of the month and i just played it for like one game and just went nah this is still broken fuck it i'm leaving and that was about it and i never played it again and i was just like Nah, I don't see the hype. I don't see why people like this game. And I was just like, this is this is bad. <laughs> Moving on, my next one is The Division 2. I like the first Division, but The Division 2 was broken at launch. I played it for a couple days. I, I wanted it to be the game that brought all of my friends back together to play a game together because the first one did that, and then circumstances caused the first one to become hated for me. Uh, but I thought the Division Two had a chance to redeem itself, but it just it just bored the shit out of me. It was broken. No one wanted to play it. No one wanted to join. You never got it. No, I got Division Two on PC. Oh, did you? Oh, on PC, yeah. But, but I didn't pay for it. It came through with my CPU when I paid for it. Yeah, I paid for it. I paid for that game, and I was just like, wow. I paid for it cheaper because I only got it like on Black Friday after it launched, and I was just like, even then, it still wasn't worth it. Yeah, and it was just like. <laughs> My my friend really liked the first one, and I quite enjoyed the first one. And I was just like, "Ah, oh, well, we've got a chance for the new one to come out." And it just it just didn't didn't do anything. It was just a buggy mess. I've got video showcasing like early pre builds and then an actual release date uh, where there's just bugs. Like it's just crashes, and it just it just didn't work. And it just eventually just sits on my shelf, going, "Nah, I'm never gonna play it again." And it just it just didn't get people playing, and I was just like, well, there's other games that we can be playing together, and it's just like, this could have been a game that brought everyone together, and it just failed miserably. Yeah, I did have a lot of problems, like, paying for certain zones and stuff, mm. and missions, and kind of killed And it, it just off. wasn't a very interesting story. Yeah, I was bored straight away. And I like I said, I didn't pay for it, so I didn't hate it. And it, it's quite funny, because it launched a couple years ago, just before, like, a couple, like, I think it... I think it launched 2019 or 2018, and then it's just, it's the same sort of thing that's happening now, a pandemic caused by a virus, and it's just like, it's too close to home, mate, <laughs> doesn't doesn't really, doesn't really sit well now. <laughs> uh, Vision 2 is the future. So, my number three is Call of Duty World War 2. Oh my, okay. I hated that game. Really? E yeah, everyone was clamouring for a boots-on-the-ground Call of Duty and I didn't want that. I didn't want old school weapons. I didn't like it at launch. The social area was a buggy nightmare. Everyone who played it 
was insufferable. I just I couldn't stand that. It's it's like my least favorite Call of Duty. I just I just I I I just didn't play it. Like I tried, I tried so hard to play it with other people, but I just hated every map. I hated playing with people. I just it, it bugged the shit out of me. I don't like old schooly timey weapons because they just piss me off for some odd reason. I don't really care about the World War Two setting. It was it was overhyped to me. It was too expensive for what it was, and it just I just don't play it. I just couldn't be asked. I just dropped off, and because I kind of wait every like a couple months after a COD releases because I just refuse to buy CODs at launch because I'm just like these suck. And this was the last one that broke that I I I I that was the one that broke me and made me not buy CODs at launch because I was just like this sucks. I I can't stand this. Did you like? Did you like it? Because I actually did. I like the multiplayer. It was actually the first time I did okay at multiplayer. Which one did? What was the order? Did Black Ops Three then Modern yeah, Warfare? Yeah, yeah. So what well, I. What was the order? Well, on the, this generation, it was Ghosts, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, uh, Infinite Warfare, then World War 2, Black Ops 4. That's why, because it came out after Infinite Warfare, and I liked Infinite Warfare's movement system, because I'm, I'm, I like the futuristic jumping jetpacks with fast movement. I don't like slow, sloggy, takes five minutes for a gun to reload, which also leads me into my number two, which is Battlefield 1. I generally don't like the Battlefield franchise in general anyway, and Battlefield 1 just, it I just didn't like it, because I don't like Battlefield's map systems, I don't like how big they are, how it takes me like 20 minutes to find someone and then I just get shot in the back, I just I don't like vehicles in game, in like multiplayer maps, because you just get run over randomly, or you can't just, I just, it bugs me, and I just, I hated it, it just, I don't like Battlefield in general, and this one just pissed me off more yeah i didn't pay for this one but i did play the beta i i and i found the same thing i, I bought it in a bundle with boring. hardline and the other ones and i was just like i just played it like a couple times because again my friends are like big fans of the battlefield franchise prefer it to cod basically and i'm just like no 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 it's just a terrible franchise and i can't stand cod custom games that's where it's at yeah true check out my video we have a lot of fun there <laughs> uh and my number one I never played, I barely played it, uh, but it's more caused by the aftermath of what I had to suffer through. Ark Survival Evolved. <laughs> I had to suffer through every single person talking about this game in my friendship group. I could not stand it. I still have to hear about it from time to time, but that game is absolute dog shite. It's a broken mess. It, it doesn't work on PC, it doesn't work on PS4, it's laggy, it's broken, it's garbage, you keep having to pay for expansions that don't fix the game, and I played the base game, and I can't stand listening to people talk about it. It's garbage. I just, it frustrates me having to listen to people talk about that game and enjoy it because it's broken garbage and I hate it and I want people to play other games. Every time I wanted to get people to play, I had to wait like an hour for someone to walk a dinosaur back to their base so that they could hatch an egg and it pissed me off because I didn't have a lot of time when it came out and I wanted to play games with my friends but they were all playing Ark Survival Evolved. And it bored me listening to them talk about trying to hatch in it. I completely agree. I know. As soon as I heard you say it, I was like, I've completely forgot about that. Yeah. I never played it. No. But it's 
it's really annoying because yeah, whenever we just... were um, playing like card or something like that, we were waiting for one of our friends to join us. And, it was and like, two hours for... later, they're doing something tedious that we don't care about, and they're finally they arrive, and we stop. Like, like it, it, I wanted, I wanted people to just because it's if, for whatever reason you have to play that game in order to do stuff. You can't not play that game to get stuff done. So if you pause it, because it's a multiplayer game and it's online and people keep raiding. And every time someone raided their base, I had to listen to it. And I was just like, why do you keep playing this game if you get frustrated with people raiding your base and then you have to build it up again? And it's just like, I don't get it. Because I just had to listen. People going, oh, we got attacked again. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, why do I have to listen to you complaining about getting your base raided? It's fucking like a dinosaur egg that got taken i don't fucking care deal with it own time stop playing the game and join yeah. us in cod yeah just be sociable stop being antisocial. it was just the fact that it was just people being antisocial, just trying to play a game that made them miserable and they they kept doing the same thing over and over because every time they're like they kept moving servers to rebuild stuff and it was just like why just stop please I know someone who's got over a hundred, two hundred hours plus, and it's just like, why? This is not worth it. So it's yeah, that's my, life. yeah, it's like it's not like it was like a thousand hours or something. I'm pretty sure at some stage, and I was just like, why? Just please, just just stop. Thankfully, they've stopped now, and they're not doing it as much. But you know, could it could still be terrible? And I imagine on PlayStation 5, if they have backwards compatibility, which I think they do, I might have to suffer through it all over again. Uh, Shall we move on? Yep, let's move on to our honourable mentions. So these are the games that we thought weren't as good as our top tens, basically. Yeah. Or they hold a special place in our heart, but they just couldn't push over the finish line, basically. Yeah. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I'll start, because you went last for your worst ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my number 10 spot I didn't know what else to put here because I was trying to base on sort of the games are they in a basic order or they or they could all be your number 10 no I have I have ordered them mine a little bit because mine are all basically they could be my number 10 oh. they're not in a particular order they're just more or less what could have been my number 10 um, I have ordered mine on how much I enjoy them well yeah you, you stick with that then Um. so my number 10 I put Fall Guys ah oh, interesting I really enjoy that game I mean, sort of the lack of maps and sort of the lack of. But they've got new ones with. out now. Because there's a few new ones, but it's not enough still. No. There's not enough. I haven't rotation. played it since it, like the first two weeks of launch. Exactly. And then if you just add like two maps every now and then, it's still not enough because the old ones. Well, it's a rotation. very small development studio doing it. Like, it's, I think, like four or five people who are working on it. Yeah, I mean, I agree as hard. So I don't blame them for not not putting a lot and also they kind of can't expect the success of that game because it was a very i know they put it on playstation plus which gave them a big boost but they still got a lot on pc so i sort of would have preferred it if they sort of waited if they could wait like another six months or even a year and just get more mm. maps and i it comes back to your yeah. point they didn't expect it to be this big but if yeah, they actually that was the... gave that an extra year and had twice or maybe three times the amount of maps that game could be so much better and it would probably be more popular now than it could among be us. in Bad Among Us. <laughs> the 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 Defroner. Yeah. Uh, I didn't and think that's why it's number ten. That's a bit sad, but mm. number nine then? Well, number nine. Another odd one that you're probably not gonna expect, which is Overwatch. 
Oh, I hate Overwatch. I fuck. I should have put Overwatch on my fucking hate list because I just can't stand that game. Once again, I I really enjoyed it. I and I enjoyed having the mechanics of it. I will say I like Overwatch in concept. In execution, I hate it because every like short video that they've released, I really enjoy. Like all the little story character moments and everything that they've released, I I can't. I I enjoy those, but I can't stand the game. I think it's fucking annoying as hell trying to um play all those different characters i uh, people are too good at it and i just get frustrated trying to play it i played every time it came out on like the uh trial weekend or whatever i gave it a go but i just couldn't ever get into it i think people made it more insufferable but the actual game i enjoyed oh yeah it's a very toxic fan base i think yeah the actual game i i enjoyed having the sort of different different operators and stuff oh i like all the operators and stuff but i don't like playing as them I think if they just because I think if they had a story mode, I would have enjoyed playing the story mode. But just yeah, I would like to play the story mode as well. Because it's just I think Overwatch Two might have a story mode. Apparently, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about Overwatch Two for ages. I know they announced it, but then it just kind of dropped off the map. But it, it sort of the reason why I put it on my number nine is sort of how the it sort of affected my genre, hmm. my my opinion on jo- that game genre. It's um, a what sort of genre is it again? It's like a first person. Shooter, oh, it's like um, MMO, sort of like specialists, yeah, Morty, yeah, MMO. and it kind of brought me to that genre, and I enjoy that genre. But I mean, I kind of wish I had time to play, uh, play it more. But unfortunately, just more games I enjoy, and that's why it's number nine on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number eight is another game that sort of died off a little bit now, but we did enjoy it at the time, and we had some great moments, which is Dead by Daylight. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I, I, eh, and it's, I, it's fine. I, I had fun doing my character that would always suck people's dick if they didn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I put it on there because we had good moments in that game. Uh, we people um, are trying. We, uh, our groups are doing it again recently because I think some of our friends continued to like that game after it sort of died down from our social group, and they're still playing it and stuff. And uh, it's kind of died basically because every time I join a lobby, you it, the, the the killer's not there or there's someone who's afk because they're just getting bored waiting and it's just it just kind of died a bit so i don't Um, enjoy it really as much if it's just like a private game where it's all of us in a group then it's fun but so that's what i was trying to say like the actual private games on in debadella it was so much more fun yeah i have a couple of videos if you want to check it out again frankenstein gaming plugs 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 but unfortunately we have certain friend group members that don't like playing private games because you don't level up yeah. Which I think is a bit stupid, because what's the point levelling up if you don't enjoy it? Mm. Well, that's the, the problem. Yeah. Just to play private. <laughs> what's the point levelling up? I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I enjoy- I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it on my honourables, because I think it's quite low down on like my enjoyability. I think it's just more or less fun for a bit, and then it's not. it doesn't hold my attention as much. Anyway, moving on to my number seven. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with this game, and it's only managed to creep onto my honorables because of recently, when it became free-to-play, which is Rocket League. Ah, see, Rocket League's in my best list. So this is a very interesting conundrum. So, as you know, uh, on PS4, I was very bad at the game. You're still very bad at the game. Famous moment where I got stuck on the ceiling. 
check out the video. I can't remember what its title is, but Dan has a lovely moment where we're playing a game and Dan says that he's not bad at the game and then ten se- like a second later goes, I'm stuck on the ceiling. <laughs> great moment. Mm. Um, the sort of my where it's changed, when I was on PS4, I hated it and I couldn't get past uh, Bronze 3 Division. Yeah. Uh, but on PC, I have now managed to get to Gold 2. Hmm. Which, you know, I know it's not the same as you lot, what you are, but... Oh, no, I'm terrible. I The only reason I ever get high results is because of our friends. <laughs> like, we've got someone who is a proper pro at the game. Like, gets Division uh, Platinum and Silver or whatever whatever the highest ones are. Diamond at some stages. But yeah, I, I, I love the... Uh, well, I'll get into it later on when we do uh, bests, but we'll save it for then. But... Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on, uh, my number six is Warzone. Oh. So I'm not saying Modern Warfare, I'm just saying the actual Warzone part of it. And Interesting. the reason why I put it there, that's the first Battle Royale game I've actually enjoyed. See, it's not for me, so I it's it's a good one, but I wouldn't say I love it. I tend to drop off it every time it comes up, and I don't I don't particularly love it, because I don't, I don't know, it's a bit, it's a bit, eh, for me. I like it, but if I play it for too long, I get pissed. <laughs> It just frustrates me too much because I like I'm I'm not particularly good at it, and I kind I I get good moments. I like it because of the good moments that I get, but a large majority of my COD moments are terrible, and it's just boring or it's just empty, like running around an empty like area without getting any like gunfights or anything. And then it's because there's a there was I've had a couple good moments recently where it's like a big old shootout and we're on like roofs and we're waiting for people to fly back in and then we're shooting at them when they're coming in and it's 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 fun but i wouldn't say it's my most fun game that i've played this generation but you, you this is your honorable so is there anything else you wanted to say um well i've just stopped saying like it's the actual first battle royale game i can actually get wins at yeah and that is part of the reason why it is it's on my it is an easier game to get people to play because it is a cod whereas like trying to get people to go back and play Fortnite or PUBG or Apex Legends, which um, was going to be on my worst list, but I decided... It was as well. That was actually going to be my number six, but I was like, oh, better yeah. than that. I quite hate that much. Yeah. I'm going to move on to my number five, and I sort of cheese a little bit for this one, which is the Uno game on PS4. Ah, okay. I didn't think about Uno. I have enjoyed Uno. I've had some great moments in that game. Uh, mainly playing with one of our mates. Mm. It was just me and him, and then we just kind of just kept screwing each other over until at one point we had like plus thirty cards each. Right. And it was just, <laughs> it was just it was so much fun. And I mean, a bit cheating because you know I played Uno for many years, and it came out years and years ago. Yeah. But once again, I'm basing on the actual experiences where yeah, I had this game. It, and... it is a fun game, Uno, and it does define like generations of things. And it's it's nice that it's on a PlayStation Four or a PS3 or uh, uh, not PS3, PC is what I meant to say, not PS3. And I was just I just kind of enjoy it on that level. I would say it is a bit buggy from time to time because I have had experiences where if you it does just crash randomly or the game skips over things for no reason where it like it bugs out and it doesn't register like you've actually put down a plus four or it doesn't register a plus two or something so it's a ubisoft game so it's a bit buggy yeah and i wouldn't say it's the worst i wouldn't say it's my i have i have enjoyed moments i i don't remember if i have a video i think i maybe tried to record a video but it didn't really work out that well i know i've done a monopoly one but i haven't done a 
Not you know me. One. That was going on the list, but I was like, actually, I hate this game as I like it, so I'm not going to put it on my list. <laughs> uh, yeah. Moving on to my number four. Once again, it's a bit of a trivial one, but I put the Jackbox game series. Oh, I love the Jackbox game series, but I just never got to play them because I didn't have people to play with. And it's only recently, the kind of this year, I managed to get into them, but great moments. Uh, you get some really funny moments on them. Uh, I think one of the favourite ones I like to play is Survive the Internet, where it turns into some not-so-PC um, jokes. <laughs> but once again, it's just good fun with good mates, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think if... Because I think my issue was that I always just wanted to play them as a, like, in, in the room version where you have like everyone on their phone and they're just playing it in the room but i didn't have people to do that with every moment of the day so if i did probably do the online stuff where you can just do it across the world and or with other people i probably would have been able to do it a lot easier but yeah i just i I do enjoy those games i was gonna put um that's you that playstation plus game that we played Mm, at the very beginning of the thing but i just we only played it like once or twice and then never played it again but i had a lot of fun with that when it came out yeah, I think the problem with that you is that the it novelty died. kind of wears off. Yeah. And also this was at the stage where I was refusing to show my face to anyone. So I just put a Iron Man or Destiny 2 statue in front. Which defeats the point in the game where you got to do facial expressions. Nah, it worked out fine. <laughs> I just I just took a photo of a different object. Um, anyway, moving on to number three. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dethroner, or dethroned four guys, I put Among Us. Ah, uh, yeah. I I've think... only played it a few times, but the times I have played it, I absolutely love it, and I'll play it again. But I just got none to play it with, and it makes me sad. Yeah, you put it in our group chat to see if anyone wanted to play, and I forgot to mention that I can do that if you wanted. No one answered. I was like, okay, then guess what? I don't doing think people. Yet. I don't think people enjoy. It. I don't think people know about it really. I, think... I don't know how you don't know about it. It's very. Well, big, I think people really. know about it, but they don't want to pay for it, and they don't want to get it on their phone because it is buggy as crap. It's not very good on the phone. I've tried do. I played it on the phone, and it doesn't work. Like trying to do card swipe or maze is just horrendous, and I I can't. I think I've bought it on PC now, so I'm just gonna be like playing it on that if I do. Yeah, I bought PC as well because it's only like three quid. And it's fine. It's you know it's small. I mean, must have earned a lot of money from it now, but yeah. Well, they cancelled their sequel to uh, focus on making the main one better. So all right, moving on to my number two spot, which is a very unusual one, and I've only played it a, sh- a short time, mm-hmm. but the actual time I played it, I had once again so much fun moments on it was human full flat ah i maybe played once or twice with you i think but i just couldn't i could never work out the controls i could never climb oh i could i could climb that wasn't a problem I, I could quite easily do the controls i got into it and i wish i had the pc version and i wish i had friends to play on the pc version hmm. but i and i don't because that has custom maps and i would love to play custom maps yeah uh, but the actual maps i enjoyed the puzzles and like, the amount of stupid fun you can have on that game I love. Yeah, I think if you get a group of people that you can mess about with and try and screw you over and drag you off the edge of the map and just mess about with, I think it's a good game. Because I've I've seen a bunch of people play it on um like YouTube and streamers and stuff, and it is it does sound like a lot of fun. I'm sorry, I'm messing around with microphones. Stop <laughs> doing that. We're on a podcast. Yes, I know that, but I'm a fidgeter. Stop um, fidgeting! I can see you fidgeting right now! Stop it! Shut up! Shut up. Uh, don't tell people my secrets. Um, yeah, anyway, I, finally, moving on to my number one. I know you're not a fan of it, because you just said it earlier in the podcast, but it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No, I didn't say I wasn't a fan of it, but I just couldn't care less. I, I think it looks fine. I would play it, but I'm not, I'm not that fussed, is my only concern. I think it looks good. 
I think if I did play it, I'd enjoy it. But I'm just like, it was it was very expensive, and I was just like, I don't want to pay that much. And I'd get it if it was cheaper. It's essentially well, I- so I got it on a cheaper. I bought on some website called CD Keys. I think I paid like thirty quid for it, mm. which was you know I think at the time it was going around for like forty, fifty quid everywhere else. Yeah, uh, and I enjoyed it. I'm. I played it just after watching the prequels right? For the okay. first time. So all that was sort of new to my head and everything. So you had the Order 66 in your brain yeah. and you went, ah, okay, this is all... I do, I, do, I do like the look of it. I think it looks very good. And I think if I did play it, I just don't have the time to pump into it. Yeah. It, it, and I mean, also it seems a bit sort of focused on trying to make it difficult in terms of the lightsaber stuff. And I'm not great at uh, timing like hits. and. Yeah, it's the parity they call it. Yeah, I'm not great at those sorts of timing-based combat systems where you have to get your timing perfect for it to actually block. That's why I don't really like For Honor or Dark Souls and stuff, where it's like a or parry or like um, Sekiro or whatever it is, where you have to like time your, your hits. You can't just hack and slash, which is more my preferred Star Wars style of lightsabering. They have they're different difficulties, so they have one yeah. difficulty where you can do hack and slash, or the, I think the normal is parity, but it's not too difficult. But you can put on like extreme difficulty, and it's hard in Dark Souls. Mm. You have to do it that perfectly. And the game was difficult enough without doing that. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's the actual sort of first parity game, like that kind of system that I enjoyed, and I look forward to a sequel, which I think's in the works. It is so far the only good Star Wars game that EA has released. Yeah, that's true. Because, oh, that's why I didn't put on Battlefield 2. Never played or whatever the, uh, ba- the Star Wars Battlefront one. Anyway, that concludes so my list. So, yeah. to you. They were the games that almost got into your top 10. Moving on to mine. Mine starts with number 10 at Tales of the Borderlands, which is a basically a Borderlands game that is a point-and-click one rather than the actual standard Borderlands genre of looter shooter. Uh, it was made by Telltale Games, which I think shut down la- this year or last year because of they they pumped out a bunch of games and then didn't have money and they had a bunch of licenses and they did a Batman game which was good and they did a Guardians of the Galaxy game, and they they're like famous for the Walking Dead series, like point and click one. And I just really enjoyed the story of it. And it's like the only Borderlands game that I've sort of played all the way through. And it was just a lot of fun because it's, it's got really good characters. And I like the choices that were made. And I think the problem with Telltale Games is that they had a system that kind of said you had choices, but kind of always brought you back to the same sort of point, which is the problem with sort of point and click story based choose your own adventure sort of games. But this one I just really enjoyed. And I, I don't have much more to say. I just I, ne- I didn't know about the because uh, I, I, ne- I haven't really ever played a borderlands properly so all the characters that are like easter eggs and everything i i didn't really know about or care about but i still enjoyed the game which is a testament to how good it is because i got a lot of enjoyment without even knowing stuff and that's about it my number Mm. nine is ultimate chicken horse oh yeah 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 I, i i i wanted to put it higher on my list but uh, mine isn't really a list of, like, an in an order, basically. This is just what could have been my number 10, basically. Games that got close to my number 10 spot. But ultimately, I, I decided against putting them higher up. So, Ultimate Chicken Horse, we just had a lot of fun. I just love that game. It's just, it's just fuck your friends over, and it's just great. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and I mean... we've made some horrendous contraptions and death traps and things. And I just, it's just a lot of fun. And I wish we we got to play it more. I wish I could convince people to get it on PS4 because it's on PC and people. Our friendship group doesn't tend like the group core cool group of people that we play with don't tend to do PC, but we do P- do PS4. But it's trying to get people to buy the game again on PS4 to get 
us to play it and it's just kind of like yeah but we had a lot of fun and i quite enjoyed that many many a death traps took hours to finish and it was just fun to have like the frustration in people's voices as they got they almost did it and then when people actually did it the frustration of people who couldn't do it and it was just like ah fuck's sake but yeah i really enjoyed that game my number eight is ori in the blind forest uh, which is a side-scroller metroidvania sort of style game where you do a lot of backtracking and you you unlock things as you go along and then have to backtrack to get other things and it's it's a visually stunning game and i really enjoyed it and it's just got a cute little character it's like a little cat that's white and it's just like it's just a very fun cute little game that i enjoyed playing um this was i played it on pc because it's not out on ps4 and i think the studio that made it has a sequel but it's um been the studio that made it got bought by microsoft so it's a the sequel is an xbox exclusive which bugs me two of the games on my honorable mention lists got bought out by microsoft so the the sequels are on microsoft and i'm just like ugh. So if I ever want to play the sequels to these games, I have to buy them on Microsoft Store. And that bugs the shit out of me because I'm going to go PlayStation 5. So it's a bit of a pain, which I don't think hinders these. And that's not the reason why I'm putting them on my honorable mentions. But I I just really enjoyed it. And it's a cute little... I love cute little characters. A lot of my honorable mentions have cute little characters and stuff. So my number seven is This War of Mine, which is a World War II style game where you play as survivors and you're just trying to go around to different settlements trying to gather stuff but it's got like a system based where if you go there's like um a morality system and you get raided and stuff so your camps can get and you can you can choose which characters you send out to different camps and stuff but there's certain story elements where if you go to like a certain area there's an old man who's blind and you have the option of robbing him and so if you rob him, you get like, he, he starts talking to you and he starts begging you not to take his stuff, but you're trying to survive yourself. And it's just a really great sort of dark game. And it's just, it, it, it's officially, it's like a 2D sort of 3D animation style where it's like a side scroller and you just, you go across the map and you're just trying to, and there's different areas and you're just trying to survive basically. And if you don't build up certain things in your base, you get raided or you can, you don't find certain things your characters die so sad yeah it's it's a really dark game i recommend people play it just in if you want a sort of story survival game that is a bit different to the standard like walk around an area and just loot stuff it's got a darker undertone like there's a i think you can like there's kids that die and stuff and it's just like it's it's a really dark game but it's a great game moving on to my number six a bit light-hearted but uh stick it to the man was a Yeah, it's um, it's a weird game. It's a sticker 2D animation style. So everything that you have is a sticker, uh, and you slap stickers on to complete puzzles and stuff. Oh, sounds interesting. And it's got a, it's it it released on the PlayStation Four at like the early stages of the PlayStation's life cycle. And it was like one of the first games that I finished completely. And it's just basically a 2D side scroller, which you just go around and you have you go collect stickers. And each of those stickers has doesn't do stuff, but also does stuff at the same time. So you can complete puzzles using stickers. There's a story base, and it's, you're trying to get back to a ship. And there's an alien who, and you and basically your brain gets taken over. And I th- I'm trying to remember because it's a long time ago that I played this, but I had a lot of fun playing it when it came out. And that's one of my earliest memories of PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. Fair and enough. yeah, because it was like one of the first games that I went and actually fully completed. 
and it's got a really fun goofy art style and i quite enjoyed it but and it just it's one of those stories that i don't remember but i remember playing if that makes any sense just i remember sitting down on my sofa and just enjoying playing that makes sense i mean i've got some of those on my list as well yeah my number five is hellblade senuous sacrifice the reason why it's not higher on my list is mainly because I haven't finished the game yet. Right. I've I've still Fair got I've, I'm I'm still working my way through it. I just haven't gone back to it yet. I do plan to. I've got a series and I just have to get back to it. But it's an incredible game, and that is the other game that uh, got bought out by Microsoft and is the sequel is now a Microsoft exclusive, uh, which bugs the crap out of me because that game looks incredible. Because this was made. This is a sort of triple A developed, not triple A game. So it looks like a triple A game, but it was wasn't developed at like the AAA standard and it's got incredible motion capture it's got a schizophrenic sort of main lead female and it's and the audio 3d audio like every time the head voices talk to you comes from a different place on your audio so i know what you mean it, it it's really great uh the combat is incredible i love the combat it's one of the it is a timed based combat system so it is the sort of jedi fallen order combat system where you have to time everything but i actually get this one that's uh... <laughs> what did you get up yeah, one I'm actually good at. That's why I enjoy it. And it's just, it's difficult, but it's not too difficult. And it has a more, it has a system where if you die too much, you have a, like a virus or something crawling up your arm. And it's like a Viking style game. And it's just a black sludge is climbing up your arm. If you, if, and if you die too much, it overtakes you and you die. And you have to, per, it's permadeath, so you have to restart the entire game. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Annoying. Uh, but I, I haven't died enough times for it to actually overtake me yet. I, I don't know how much of the game I have left, but I'm enjoying it. I, I wasn't. I haven't played it in a while because other games came out, and I was just like, I, I want to keep doing it as a video series on my channel, and I haven't just had time to edit or do anything. So that's the main reason why it's not higher is because I haven't finished it, and I can't tell you the complete version of the game because it could have a terrible ending. I don't know. So that's the main reason why it's not higher. My number four is Paragon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason why it's not higher is because it died, <laughs> but I love that game, and I'm really looking forward to like the the sequel sort of remaster versions that. Oh. Yeah, Paragon is basically a MOBA, like a free lane. You go down one lane and you try and take down towers. The only one of those games genres that I actually like. And I have videos on my channel and you can see us playing it and I loved all the characters. But yeah, it just never took off which is a shame, and then it died, and Epic, sadly, took all of their focus and put it onto Fortnite. So that was, For Fortnite was the killer of Paragon, which bugs the crap out of me, because they took all the developers who were working on that game and then put it onto the Fortnite team so that they could build Fortnite to be a better game. But yeah, they released the assets of that game to the public, so anyone could use those assets, and I think people are working on, like, a spiritual sequel or spiritual successor, which I'm looking forward to if they ever bring it out. The next one on my list number three is titan souls which is a sort of uh like a shadow of the colossus but a 2d sort of uh, sort of low polygon textured game and it's, it's a lot of fun i have a video where i defeat the first four bosses it's one of those games where there's not any content between bosses it's just you running around trying to find bosses and trying to take down bosses, similar to Shadow of the Colossus, but it's just a smaller, less visual game. But it's still a lot of fun. The only reason why it's not higher is, again, because I never finished it, but it was a lot of fun when I was playing it. And I, it's just, it's a cute little fun game that I enjoyed. My number two is Other Side, which is the only real-time, like, strategy game style game, like uh, XCOM sort of combat, where you have, like, enemies that spawn and then they move in a certain pattern and you have to try and kill them and it's a gothic like black and white red like animations and it's you're playing as the daughters of a 
thing and you every time you die you lose your character but you have the option to regen them uh but if you do that you have to sacrifice another character and you can only sacrifice the character that is the same level as the character that you died so it's a game where you're dying over and over again and it looks it's visually one of the best games i've ever seen just because i love that art style and the only reason it's not higher again is because i haven't finished it and it's quite recent so i haven't had a full experience of it my number one well technically what number one is uh, unraveled which is a 2d side scroller again a lot of my top honorable mentions are like 2d side scrollers because i enjoyed them but they're not my favorite games of the console generation but they are they do hold a special place in my heart uh and it's a basically you're playing as a character called yarny which is a small little red yarn based character and it's just cute and you're doing side scrolling puzzles and it's just one of the cutest little games that I ever... As soon as I saw the E3 uh, trailer, I was hooked. And I was just like, this is a game I want to play. And that is my top 10 honorable mentions. Let's, well, you didn't well, say a lot. <laughs> Mainly because I'm guessing you haven't heard of any of those games. Most of us haven't heard. I had no idea what to talk about. I was like, I don't know what's going on, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I, I tried to make my honorable mentions a bit more varied than the standard um, like list. And also they are... Some of my favourite games, and I did enjoy playing them. Shall we move on to your best game? Right, yeah, so my best ones, I sort of decided on my emotional attachment to the games. So it's not a objective view, it's more of a subjective view. Yeah, 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 that's my, to the my, games. my, my, it's my ch- list, you know, it's my choice. Yeah, mine aren't, like, I don't have, like, technically the best PlayStation 4 games of the generation, because I don't have, like, a God of War on my list, I don't have Spider-Man on my list, I don't have, like, some of the big titles, I don't have, like, Sekiro, or I don't have Bloodborne, I know these are, like, considered the best games, but these aren't the games that I've played or enjoyed the most, because some of them I haven't even played, some of them I haven't... Like, I tried to play Bloodborne, and I couldn't get into it. It was too difficult. Yeah, I'm not great, but... If other people love them, that's fine. But this is my list, so... Anyway, get onto my list. Number 10. There's two games that have almost made me cry, and this is one of them, which is Detroit Become Human. Oh, I haven't played that yet. I really wanted to, but I had to wait for it to come out on PlayStation Plus, and then I just never played it. (laughs) Well, do you mind if I spoil one of the story? Go for it. It'll be a right, while so before I play it and I'll probably forget. The story is about uh, these androids that become deviant and become sort of sentient. And you play as three different characters throughout the story and your each choice you make has a consequence on the ending. So it's very much a story-driven game rather than an actual gameplay experience. Yeah, because I know the, that the developer behind it has done some of the games that I enjoyed for the PS3. I know they did Heavy Rain and they did Beyond Two Souls, I think, for PS3. Uh, the, yeah, and they're some of the good games that I enjoyed. But yeah, you were going on. Um, I saw the ending I got was so perfect and so sad. And the ending I, I decided to choose, and all the choices are made. So one of the characters is like a detective that hunts down all of the deviants, and uh, then he ends up joining the deviant resistance with a leader. Uh, the leader's about to be, all be gunned down by the police, and then they start singing, which then realizes actually uh, these deviants are real people and. They, they have real minds. Hmm. Um, and another character you have is this uh, woman who kind of develops motherly emotions to another android child. Okay. Um, but, of course, there's this hunt, manhunt going down to kill all deviants. Oh. And they're afraid of dying, so they um, they try to escape to Canada on a bus. But um, they decided to give their ticket to another uh, android deviant or maybe another human instead because it wasn't right to steal it from them. So they try to escape the river over a raft, uh, and then the raft end up getting punched, and they both kind of died in each other's arms oh. from water. 
and on the other side. Damn. And it was really sad. And I almost cried from it. I was like, oh my God. But I felt the ending as if it was a movie. That is sort of the ending that you would expect from it. Right. Yeah. It's sort of like a really emotional connection. That's just really sad. But they still kind of survived it in, in a way of like they escaped. And they managed to get them in the end, but they died as soon as they got on a completely different note, I did enjoy the meme of the guy who says to paint something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where it's just like, that's beautiful. And it's just like all these dumb pictures of like stupid shit. I did enjoy that meme. <laughs> Not to take away from your beautiful emotional... Anyway, <laughs> to get on to something completely different and uh, revolution- revolutionized my gaming experience throughout the VR headset of the PSVR was Beat Saber. Ooh. And- Okay, yeah. I didn't think about VR games, to be honest. And I own a VR headset. I own two. I own the Oculus and the uh, PlayStation VR. And I didn't think about Oculus or VR. I would agree with you. Beat Saber is a great game. Yeah, and I love that game. Um, my arms did hurt after a while. <laughs> I think I actually built up a little bit of muscle playing that game. Yeah, it's a great exercise game. Uh, I loved it. it was, I wish I had the PC variant where I could have custom songs. Yeah, there but are even some great... With the songs that are on there, I love it. It's a great game. I think it's the best VR game there is, if I'm honest. I'd agree with you there. It is It is just an incredibly fun game. I, it I, makes full use of VR. Yeah. There are some really fucking cool custom setups where if you get, like, the green screen boxes, uh, and then there's uh, cameras that you can do where you can, like, if you record it, you can have your character, uh, like, actually visually in the game. So it just maps your body to the actual joysticks and you can when you're playing it it's behind you and you actually get the beat saber movements and they're they're like some of the coolest vr videos i've seen yeah i i I, I didn't think about vr you 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 got me thinking rethinking my lists (laughs) (laughs) uh moving on to my number eight spot um it's a game that you're not going to expect the slightest i don't think and that is fifa 14 yeah yeah no Uh, I know you're not a fan of football. Um, I'm not reason... a fan of the FIFA franchise in ge- or any sports game in general because they're, they're just the same game over and over again. <laughs> the, so FIFA 14 was the first FIFA I owned. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's on my list is because I didn't have anyone to play with at the moment my dad. And I was 14 at the time and it was just a great experience playing with my dad uh, yeah. on FIFA. Well, on the, the unrelated, the original, but the... Uh... Yeah. The reason why I like Green Lantern as much as everyone hates it is because I watched it with my dad and it was just one of those moments where it's just like, this is a bonding moment between me and my dad. So that's the reason why I like Green Lantern as much as everyone hates that movie, including Ryan Reynolds. But it, it, is, an, it is an emotional attachment if you do, do it to someone you, like, you love. And it's just a fun moment. And that's the only reason, that's obviously the only reason why he's on that. I didn't play any of the game modes other than kickoff and that's it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, number seven, um, my first game for about eight years from going from ps2 to uh, ps4 mm-hmm. and it was knack oh really and i had to put that on there because i mean it, to be fair it's a very kind of similar style game like the way you play it to ps2 games yeah it's just like the, the ones i played anyway and, and yeah and sort of like you know the abilities and stuff and well if you ever get a ps5 it does run at native uh 60 hertz frames per second and it does <laughs> and it is all good and apparently it's the perfect way to play now and well, yeah like I, said, I loved the game and it was the perfect way for me to start the ps4 series and i just felt like i had to put it on the list see i never bought knack but then i got knack 2 and i never played knack 2 and i kind of regretted it i didn't even realize knack 2 came out 
Yeah, there is I was a like, oh, okay, too. No, that's the thing. But yeah, and I think that's the reason why it poorly performed because no one knew it came out. Well, it was meant to be their like tech demo of the what the PlayStation Four could do, and it wasn't just a very good tech demo because it, it 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 kind of underperformed as to what they wanted it to do because it 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 dropped frames and it it's just not a great visual like showcase of what the power of the console could do no anyway moving on to number six i've put paragon oh you okay uh once again the attachment of the game but i when i did make youtube videos when i had a channel before i deleted it yeah I, I always wanted to ask you about that but i'll save that for another day that'll be another video let's save it and i i love that game it's the first mob ever played yeah it is it was the only one i've enjoyed like i've tried to do league of legends or uh mo uh what, what, dota dota yeah i can never get into dota have you done Smite? No, I didn't enjoy Smite. I tried downloading Smite on the PS4 because it's free, and I was just like, yeah, I'm never going to play this. This is this just seems crap. Yeah, Paragon is the only one I've enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed the characters. I had my little cat girl. It was just great. Yeah, and I look forward to playing Fault 2. Um, it is out now in early access, but I'm going to get it on full release because there's a lot of bugs with it right now. Yeah, I'd imagine. It's um, not made by the same people, is it? It's a, just, just an independent... No, uh, Strange Matter Studios. Wait, bye. Yeah, it's an independent because they, like I said, they released the uh, assets to the general public so that people could do what they wanted with it. So but the game looks promising, and I look forward to playing it. Uh, they do plan on bringing it to PS4 and Xbox, PS5, PS5 and Xbox. <laughs> um, nothing much more to say about that. Just had a great experience with great friends. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's, I I wish I could have put it higher up, but it it died, so I couldn't really give it to it. But I'm glad you did. At least one of us gave it a high position on the. There we go. Uh, my number five was Spider-Man, the Marvel Spider-Man 2018. Yep. Um, a game I love that game. That's the other, that was the other game I almost cried at when Aunt May died at the end. Spoilers, I haven't played Spoiler alert, spoiler. Yeah, I know, spoiler. I saw that scene and I was like, yeah, okay. Game came out two years ago, it's on you now. Yeah, I, I, I did see that scene because the internet went crazy over that scene because they were like, they killed Aunt May and I was just like, okay. That seems... The thing is, you didn't play the game. No. I didn't care. If you actually played the game, like no, you I, sort of I, get I get, emotional I get the emotional because I did watch let's plays of it where they did uh, the story missions, they did all the like all of the st- stuff, and I did enjoy watching it. I just, I, I just missed it, and I was like, I can't be asked to pay this much money for it, and I buy it when it's cheaper, and then I, I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out on PlayStation Five with the Miles Morales bundle. Yeah, I look forward to playing that game. It'll yeah. be on PS4, but I look forward to it anyway. Yeah, because you have the same story, so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one of the best bits. I made that scene so emotional was when Aunt May said, I've always known you're Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it looks even sadder. <laughs> She's always known. Uh, like, it was so sad how you had to choose between Aunt May's life and like the rest of New York City population. Yeah. And of course, he made the only choice he could do, which was... Save everyone, not just yeah, one person. I wouldn't have done that. Save Aunt May. <laughs> everyone else is assholes. <laughs> they don't care about you. Aunt May. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. You're the Donald Trump of the world. Save one person yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to a game that I know is not popular with many people at all, but it brought me to the open world style games where you have missions and driving around cities and hacking things, which is Watch Dogs, released in 2014. Oh, which position is this? This is number four for me. Ooh, interesting. The only post to have on my wall being Watch Dogs. Yeah. I would have thought this would be higher because this was your favourite game, wasn't it? It's one of my favourite games. It's just the other three games are better. Okay. It's not that I I can't put. It, I just can't put it any higher. I did, I, did, I I didn't watch. I did enjoy Watch Dogs, but I didn't fully play it. My brother played it for me, so I I I bought it 
my brother played it and I just watched him play it. So it was a bond. Yeah. It was again a bonding moment between brothers. But that was about. That's my attachment to it. I I couldn't say I love it, but it was a good game, even though it's buggy as crap and everyone sort of hated it because it was too dark and miserable and didn't promise whatever everyone promised. I think most people hated it just because the graphics. Yeah, they did. They they showed the graphics off being so amazing, and then the game release, and it wasn't. But but I didn't see beforehand. I just no, I didn't. I never. I I just went. Oh, this looks like a cool game. I'll buy it. And then yeah, I had a five pound off pre order. I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do what game it is, but I can do anyway. Yeah, because I think it was my third or fourth game buying on PlayStation at the time. Mm. And like I said, the the first game. Well, take the second game because I did play Simpsons Hit and Run back in the day <laughs> on the PS2, but it doesn't really count. I mean, yeah, it's still open world, but it's, yeah, you know, I get it's what not you quite mean. the same. And I love that game. I've only ever played it once, the campaign, and the reason why is I had a great experience with it. Everyone else hated it, and I wanted to leave it as, as I had it. Yeah, I feel like if I played it again, I'm not going to enjoy it as much. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It's that purity of your nostalgia that keeps it high on your list. Yeah, and I, I don't want to ruin it basically, and that's why I don't play it again because I don't feel like it's going to feel like it's going to just go off my top ten completely if I play it again. Moving on to my number three, I've put Destiny. Ooh, okay. Specifically, the first one. Mine is significantly higher, but I won't spoil it. I mean, significantly from three. Well, only one place it can be significantly from three high, significantly higher would be number one. But okay, <laughs> you never know. Could could surprise um, everybody. I we had a great excitement. We've talked about this many times. We've done a whole episode on it last week. So you went Destiny, not Destiny 2? I went Destiny 1, yes. And the reason why I did Destiny 1 is because that's when we were all together. Yeah. It's the only game we've actually completed raids on because we had enough players to do it. Yeah. For all the faults it had. Well, we never had enough people, but we had enough just to get by. We did have six on some raids, but they just no, ran the people. Five. The maximum no, we, we did. Had, no, it five. was one of our friends. No, five. We never got six. We got five. I'm pretty sure I had six on one of them. No. Both ass. No. I'm going to check this later because like, you can see on Destiny 2. No, we only ever had five. I'm going to look again in a minute. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Because I, I um, remember specifically it was you, me, J, uh, you, me, James, Mike, and Will. Everyone. There was another guy as well. No. There was. It was, it was like His name was Steve or something like that. No. We had, we had, no, we had, we had one raid where there's two hunters, two titans, and two warlocks. I will send you the screenshot after this. I might not be in that one because I don't remember having six people i only remember ever having five but yeah uh, anyway um you had different you had the reef there's multiple social spaces mm. and i i wish they just kept destiny one instead of getting destiny two they could have done a lot more that way yeah that was that that that's why surprise surprise destiny is my number one because we'll get into it later, it, but... yeah we'll get into my reasons why later on we'll move on to your number two, two. my number two is Black Ops 3. Ooh, okay. That makes an appearance in my top five, uh, top 10. This was the first COD where we did loads of custom games, and we I have spent the most hours on that game than any other game, and it's just pretty much filled with custom games where we had like hours long I of think, doing I think gun it's game. the second highest amount of content I have on my channel behind Rocket League. It, it, we've had so many games, and that game brought me to zombies. It really kind of... Because the first... COD I owned was Black Ops Declassified, which was a bit I've never meh. heard of that. <laughs> it was a PS Vita exclusive. Oh, I had a Vita. I still have my Vita somewhere. I don't know where. Ah, so do I. And then the next one I played was Advanced Warfare, which I sort of enjoyed. And I enjoyed to an extent, but it wasn't like anything revolutionary to me. Mm. I didn't enjoy Black Ops 3 multiplayer at all, but I didn't care. 
because I enjoyed zombies and custom game. Yeah, I can't remember anything about the campaign on that one. I know everyone kind of liked it, but I don't remember anything. And sort of like the zombies Easter eggs is what I most enjoy doing. I never actually completed God Crovey, and it will haunt me to this day. Uh, I basically completed the Revelations Easter egg, apart from it blue screened on the cut screen. So okay. I count that as I completed it. Sure, sure. Uh, even though I don't have the trophy for it, and that makes me really sad, but oh well, what can you do? Mm. And now it makes me looking forward to um, Cold War, because it looks like they're getting more the old style, rather than Black Ops 4, because screw Black Ops 4. <laughs> and finally, my number one spot for this game of the generation, I've put Batman Arkham Knight. Ah, oh, interesting. I love this game. This is the only game I have ever completed 100%. I have so many. I've I collected like over three hundred of those Riddler trophies. Then three hundred different puzzles, getting those Riddler trophies, and I love it. And the moment afterwards, I I, I think Arkham City had a better story, mm. and I probably would have put that number one, but I can't because I, it's the last generation. I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't get into it. I tried. I tried to enjoy it, but I love the combat. But I just don't like the driving or anything like that. I just couldn't get into the driving of the tank vehicle, the Batman. So I would put Arkham City higher, but I can't use Arkham City because it's last yeah. generation and it's a remaster. Yeah. So I'm stuck with Arkham Knight, but I still loved Arkham Knight. And I, I get why people enjoy it, but I've just like I have a game on here with a similar combat system that I enjoyed more. And uh, honestly, I, I now can't wait until well Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad game to come out and. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. Those are all kind of games of the same genre and I love them all and well, that's my list for this generation. Right, let's move on to mine. Uh, my number 10 is Dust and Elysian Tale, which when I describe it is going to sound like the weirdest game ever. Basically, you play as a anthropomorphic wolf with a sort of fuzzy, furry, fairy cat thing as your companion and you have a talking sword. Uh, and it's a side-scroller, but I really fucking enjoyed it because it's a hack-and-slash side-scroller where you have your, you don't have your memory. Uh, you wake up without your memory and you have a sword that can talk to you. And as you progress through the game, you slowly piece together what you did before you forget your memory. And basically it results in, spoilers, you killed, you were an ex-military soldier who killed at the same time as dying another character and then you two get fused together and then you're trying to stop your ex-military boss from destroying a bunch of other creatures and as you go through the game you sort of discover that all of the creatures that you think are evil aren't evil they're just misunderstood sort of thing it's got great little puzzles it's one of those metroidvania games where you go back and collect other things uh, it was one of the first games i played on the ps4 in the early days and i recently went back to it just because I was bored and I wanted to play something and it's still really enjoyable for me and that's why it's my number 10 just because I went back to it and I just had a great time replaying it and I just I wanted to 100% it and I'm really close but I haven't got there yet and I'm just like ah I just need time and I just want to play it again but yeah it's a bit weird if it, it was my first introduction to what a furry was because I was like why is this it's not a because <laughs> it, it's not a furry but it's a it's a wolf that can talk and it's like anim it's like that sort of style of like anthropomorphic animal that can t so it's a furry it's basically a furry but that doesn't bother me as much and I just enjoy it and there's some dumb characters and there's some stupid missions that I don't like, but all in all, I was ecstatic when I'd got the uh, thousand hit combo mission progression thing, because it, it, I never got it when I first played it, and then I finally got it in the second run through I did, and 
I, it was just a great game, and I, 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 it's for whatever reason, it's one of the games that I enjoyed the most on PS4. My number nine is Gauntlet, solely for the reason that it's a sort of dungeon crawler game with a top-down sort of style where you play like an archer, a wizard, and a warrior. And the only reason it's my number nine is because at New Year's, like four or five years ago, me and my mate completed the entire game in one sitting, and we got to the final boss, and it was just so much fun. We did it in New Year's. It was our New Year's. We went from like the, like 8 p.m. to 4 in the morning or t- 6 in the morning or 10 in the morning. I think... He left at my house after we finished and it was just some of the most fun I've ever played. And it's one of my favorite dungeon crawlers where you just, we had memes, we just had a great time. And it was just, it was my New Year's and I just remember those moments and it's just a hell of a lot of fun. It makes the game really. Yeah, it was just, it was just a moment that me and my mate shared on New, on New Year's Eve going into New Year, like the New Year. And it was just a great, great day, basically. And I really enjoyed that. And that's why it's my number nine. My number eight is Transistor, which is sort of like a hack and slash turn-based strategy game, similar to Other Side, which is the game that got me into like turn-based strategy sort of games. I'm not a fan of the turn-based strategies unless they have a really compelling art style or really fun mechanics. And this one has a really fun mechanic system, like where it freezes time and you can go and hack and slash and it's got a beautiful art style. Again, Talking Sword. I don't know what it is about Talking Swords that get me onto my top 10, but it has a Talking Sword. Uh, It's made by the people who... I think there's a game out called, now called Hades, which is really popular with a lot of people. It's made by the same people who did that. So if anyone who enjoys Hades is listening, go back and check Transistor. It, it, the only reason it's not higher is because the game file crashed on my PS4 and I was really, really far into it and I just never went back to finish it because I get corrupted and deleted everything. And that's the only reason it's not higher. But I really... Sometimes. Yeah, it was one of the early games I played on PS4 because it came out like 2014. And it's it's beautiful. I love it. It's got a female protagonist, which I love. It's, I think... I can't remember the story very well, mainly because it's I played it like six years ago. So I have a bit of trouble play, remembering stuff. But it, it was a lot of fun and mainly was one of the only games that I've enjoyed that turn-based sort of strategy combat system because i've tried to play xcom and stuff and i don't enjoy it and it's just like also it's got incredible like customization of what you can do with your weapons so there's like a skill tree and it's just it's ever expanding and you have so many different combinations of things that you can do and it's a lot of fun my number seven is a game called fee which is a sort of open world game where you go around collecting like shards and you're like a little black sort of cat-like animal and it's a music-based thing, so you go up to other animals and you try and match your vocal range to the other animals. I, I just fell in love with the art style when I saw it, and I, it's kind of hard to explain. I don't want to ruin the story, because it's not a super in, like, in-depth story, but it's just you go around collecting shards and you get upgrades and you try and unlock different areas. And there's a story that goes on that I think people should kind of find out for themselves and i don't want to ruin it just because i think it's a special moment that you play as you go along um and it came out in like 2018 it was like one of the ea um similar to unravel it was one of the sort of indie ea games that they promoted and i just fell in love with it when i played it and it was just a singular moment where i just played it in a day and it just snapped out and was banger and i loved it my number six is middle earth shadow of mordor 
which is the Batman Arkham style combat that I was talking about. Yeah. Where it's that super brutal takedown, click the triangle button to block sort of combat. But the reason why I love it is because of the nemesis system, which is basically every time you kill or an enemy, they come back stronger and they have like a grudge against you and they become stronger and they're they, the way that you kill them, they become resistant to. So you have to kind of think about how you're going to kill them or if you kill them or you let them run away, but they'll come back with a grudge and try and kill you later on in the game. Uh, and I got to a point where I'd killed one enemy over and over again in so many different ways. They basically came immune to me killing them. And I and it was just... <laughs> uh, it, and it's... it's <laughs> It's 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 the Lord of the Rings world and it's before all the Lord of the Rings happens and it's like it's a it's got a it's got an okay story. It's not the best story in the world, but um just the combat alone made that game and the just going around cutting off orcs head. I remember just running around trying to tame a bunch of the monsters that are in the world and there's like massive ogres and you can trick the ogres into fighting the orcs and you can get the uh like dog-like attack dog creature things to attack the um orcs and you can also ride on them you can it's it's just it, it's it's just a sort of assassin's creed batman arkham knight combo set in the lord of the rings world and i just loved it it was just a lot of fun when i played it the sequel i wanted to play i paid a lot of money to get a statue of the sequel i paid like 200 quid to get the collector's edition because i really enjoyed the first one and i never played it <laughs> well i played uh, no i played it for didn't. about two days and then i got to a point and the nemesis system because they made it a bit more expansive and they made it so that you had like orc battle systems where you had those orcs that you could recruit and then you could make them attack other systems so i didn't really enjoy that as much but yeah Shadow of mordor solid game solid combat loved it uh my number five is one we've already mentioned call of duty black ops 3 simply because of the uh moments of the gameplay and it's 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 just been a staple of my channel on youtube for quite a while and no other cod has really competed this generation like my favorite cod of all time is still modern warfare 2 but this one's solidly up there simply because of how much fun i've had with all my friends and just the gun gun games that we've had yeah once again it all comes down to the experience really doesn't it rather than yeah, the game itself i think it's a it's just a solid COD. I love the uh, co uh, I love the movement system. I love a game. I don't like boots on the ground. I'm not a fan of that. I like fast paced movement, and I love being able to just jump up to a platform and not have to climb up a ladder or because that's always my problem. I always run into a ladder and then someone shoots me in the back and I'm just like, oh fuck's sake, that's don't yeah. But I have to get to a place. Yeah, yeah, but don't climb the they, there's no way to jump or climb. There's, there's never another way. way, and it's just that's there is when you play it's Black Ops Three and you have a movement system that allows you to boost up and get places because one of my favorite things is one of the farm maps where there has that window and you just boost into that window and shoot anyone trying to snipe at people uh redwood forest uh, potentially i don't remember huh? but yeah it's, it's just i love i love all our gum game stuff people should check it out on my channel if they want to uh my number four again we've spoken about it rocket league just yeah number four. just because it's uh, i love uh, i just love the moments we've all shared with it i love the fact that you got stuck on a wall I love just I just love crashing <laughs> oh into James whenever we play and just pissing him off and making him rage and it's just I love Mike's constant need to be like a a 
dickhead and just not do the game i just it's just a lot of fun i really enjoyed it it's been just been a game that everyone has gone back to since the launch of the playstation 4 and it was almost a game that no one played because i basically had to convince everyone to get it because when everyone i knew got a playstation 4 it was after it was a playstation plus exclusive so everyone was hesitant to pay 15 quid for a game but it's also become one of everyone's sort of favourite games. So I'm glad I managed to get people to pay for it, even though it's now eventually free to play and everyone should play it. But I think... Yeah, we definitely had good experiences yeah. in that game. It's also the and highest... That moment... It's the highest amount of content I have on my YouTube channel. I think I've got like... And I'm still pumping out videos at some stage because I've got some videos that are coming out where it's just fun moments that we've all shared. My number three is the only game I have 100% completed. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I would have put the first Tomb Raider game, but it came out on PlayStation 3 before, and the I would have put it higher, but the two games I have above it are bloody fucking great, and my hesitation to put it higher again is because it came out on Xbox first by a year, and the only reason I hated that was because it could have done incredibly well. Because what happened was they put Rise of the Tomb Raider out against Fallout 4, a game everyone had been wanting and everyone had wanted to play, and it crushed Tomb Raider. And so Tomb Raider did really badly in terms of sales, and then a year later it came out on PlayStation 4 and just sold immense. Because the the Rise of the uh, the Tomb Raider game reboot came out on PlayStation 3 and 4. Well, I think it came out on 3 and then was a cross-generation game and came out on 4 later on and did pretty well on playstation and didn't do that great on xbox but then xbox bought like a uh, timed exclusive thing and just kind of pissed me off because i really enjoyed the first one and it would potentially be my higher one but i i just really enjoyed the rise of tomb raider like i said i 100 percent completed it i haven't got the platinum trophy on it because i haven't gone back and done it in hard mode or anything like that but i've found every single item on that map i completed all the story missions i found every single item i did every single mission i had it, it took me like a solid six days to do just back-to-back gaming i pumped in like 150 hours on that game just completing every i think like 100 hours or plus on that game but yeah it's a solid game i really enjoyed it it's not the best story in the world but i can forgive it just because i really enjoyed the exploration on that and it's a tomb raider game and that's what you're meant to enjoy you're meant to enjoy the exploration and i really did yeah I never actually played, I mean, I started on the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, yeah. the ice one, and I, I started it, and I mean to finish it, but busy. <laughs> I still have to go around. But I will do yeah. one Yeah, Yeah, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it, it's, it's a good one. It's not, it's probably the lowest one on my list of the rebooted ones. Ma- not because it's a bad game, but mainly because the other ones are such solid, good, like, games. I, I think I'd put Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider at, like, a rotating list of number one number two and then shadow of the tomb raider at like a number two free spot just simply because the other two are so good but my number two is the last of us two and the only reason it's not number one is because of the other game and this was the hardest decision of my life <laughs> thing is a lot Whether of people not... agree with you but last of us part two i had a lot Those of bad reviews that game fuck themselves this game is incredible that's because people don't like the fact that they killed the main protagonist of the last game and i can understand why you hate them but you're completely ignoring the fact 
they did that intentionally to make you hate the character that is there. And you're misunderstanding them doing that as them trying to say fuck you. But they're trying to make it so that it's thematically story based and does things. And that game, I, I've I've got a video, I've got two videos on it, two t- 12 hour live streams or one 12 hour live stream, one nine hour live stream. And I completed it in two days over the weekend, day of release. And you can just tell my enjoyment. You can tell the harrowing betrayal in every moment that they kick you to the dirt and just try and get you to stamp. I just, it's incredible. The, the world building, you go into buildings and there's a dead body and it's trying. It's, there's, there's just such little details that I really enjoy. It's got, it's a big step up in terms of combat of the first one. My, the first game has an okay combat system because it's a third person clunky sort of battle system where you go around collecting weapons and you're trying to shoot them and I, I i replayed the first one before i played the second one and the the second one has a much better combat system it's terrifying in moments i i generally felt emotions when i like a story doesn't touch me very much in a video game because i'm kind of half paying attention this one grabbed me and kept me in the driving seat for as long as possible and I get why people don't like certain aspects of the game, but it, the, the more of a reason why people don't like it isn't because of the reasons that they think it is. It's because they kind of oh, a little okay. bit sexist. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 more sexism towards certain character traits and visual appearances. There's a a woman who's got muscles in it that people don't like because she kills the main protagonist of the last game and they go women shouldn't be strong and have muscles and it's like why do you care there's also a trans kid in it and it's like well why would the trans because it's a lot of people that game had a horrible experience where people leaked certain aspects of the game and so people basically took those moments at face value rather than in context of the game so people went basically trans kid that must mean she's had the the kids had uh, gender reassignment so no it's just a kid with short no hair basically a boy who doesn't have hair and i think identifies as a girl but they don't shove it down your face really it's just kind of in the moment it doesn't stand out as much and it's there's a it it was always going to have a hard time because it's a follow-up to one of the best games ever and the only reason the last of us 2 because i still think the last of us 1 is better i'm not but it's a playstation 3 game and i can't put it on the list (laughs) yeah um the remaster i could have but i we made the rule no remaster i still believe the first one is better but this one comes so close to being as good I have problems. I think some elements I'm not a fan of, but overall, it's just it's 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 a stunningly good game. And if you want to watch me play it, I may or may not at some stage when I get time edit down my favorite moments and bits and pieces. But at the moment, it's currently a I think 21 hour live stream split into two videos. If anyone wants to watch, if you're feeling bored enough, was I go for it? Yeah, uh, just skip through all the boring bits. There are. They're, they're not boring, but they're just dead air, basically. <laughs> I, I, I did, no one watched my... Li- yeah, there are, the, the ending, I have bits and pieces of issues with, but overall, I've really enjoyed it. I think what it's trying to tell is a very interesting story. But yeah, let's move on to my number one, which I think a lot of people can tell, and we've ruined it earlier, <laughs> is... The, the game that you spent a lot of money the on. The game series that I had a hard time deciding whether or not one or two. I... Inevitably decided one because it's 
just in terms of what started it all. It started my love of, of this type of genre, and no other game that tries to replicate it has ever succeeded. Even Destiny 2 sort of struggles to replicate the magic of the first one. I just, it's just such a good game. And my deciding factor of between this one and the second one was the first one has the Red Death. My favorite. Is that yeah. it? That's the one thing. That and a couple other things. But the deciding factor, because I love and I have things that I don't like about Destiny 1. It takes forever to load. The, the map's terrible. It's, it's. It's got one of the best solid combat systems ever. The shooting is incredible. I am a god at that game. I, I genuinely believe I could go... That's a bit much, but all No, right. I genuinely am really good. It's one of the only multiplayer games that I can get first place in the ma- like the rankings of like matches. Like you, I play a COD, I can't get higher than like the highest I've, I get first place like one every like a hundred games. Destiny, I'm in the top three of matches. I'm like in the top two every game basically and if we're losing it's because i'm doing poorly or i i just generally love that combat system i've made characters on that with the combat system the gun systems the the like the character like combos of weapons and everything i've made characters that are incredibly unkillable because they regen health they they steal health from other players i just it's just an incredibly good game and i really wish they hadn't made a two and sort of slotted in the two elements into the first one screw you activision yeah i i i praise activision for giving it to me because the only reason it exists is because of activision paying 500 million in development for the game and i love i've loved it since launch i don't care what anyone says the story was fine for me i've i loved how they've improved it i love how they listen to the developer like the cut the player feedback they keep trying to improve it and it it grew into such a loving game we've had i had a lot of fun playing it with other people i've had a lot of fun playing it on my own like i just tend to go back to it every now and again and i just do random shit it doesn't matter what it is i just go in go to a cosmodrome go to the reef just walk around just enjoy it it's, it's just a hell of a great game and i'm I'm looking forward to the Destiny 2 expansion that's coming out in a couple of days. And I love this franchise. And it was a hard decision to pick between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. But I think Destiny 1 on its own is my fav- one of my favorite games of all time. It's my number two favorite game of all time. The Last of Us is my number one. And I, I just don't think you can beat the starter. I, I think there's that place in your heart where it's the far- one that started at all you know what i mean i, I know exactly yeah. what you mean i, I mean like most of my games yeah it's it's the it's rather there it's the game that i i bought a playstation 4 for it was the whole reason i bought a playstation 4 was for destiny as soon as i saw the trailer i knew i had to get a playstation 4 i was going to get a playstation 4 but this made that solidified it so that i got it day of launch and then i when it came out i went to game i bought it it was the first game that i could buy when i was 16 and it was the first game that i could buy legally without having to get someone else to buy it for me and it was the first game and i literally spent money played it over the weekend and then i just kept going back and back and back and then as other people started to get it i it just became better and better and better and uh, it's just that snowball effect and that that's my list well done uh yeah i love destiny as well but unfortunately not as much as you no i don't think anyone loves that game as much as me (laughs) no one loves it enough to put over a grand into it it's close i'm not sure if it's a grand yet but it's pretty close to a grand upwards i i i may have a problem <laughs> well no 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 no. you're, you're sp- fine spending problem it's fine um that, that concludes the list yeah i hope everyone enjoyed that that it's not probably 
a list that many people would actually agree with maybe because there are there are probably technically better games like the god of war game is probably on a lot of people's list but again this is our list and we haven't played it or i own it i just haven't got around to playing it yet and i'm sure it's incredible like i've started playing it and then time is a thing and jobs yeah. and other stuff that you don't want to do but you have to also i, I wasn't really sometimes. ever a fan of the god of war games because i never played them on ps3 and I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia to it that you're missing out on if you haven't played any of the others. Same with, like, trying to think. Like, I, I can't speak for Spider-Man because I never played it. So, And it's, it's probably on a lot of people's... Because I have on my PlayStation library about 300 games, so picking a favourite was a hell of a difficult job. And I just had to go with the ones that I had the most fun with or I had the f- most memorable moments or just stuff. The ones that changed your life. Yeah. The ones that caused me to spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds on money <laughs> buying merchandise, and I'm currently wearing a Destiny one, a Destiny two shirt. No one, yeah, picture yeah. a ghost. And chest. I have far too much merchandise that I have a block of paperweight that is a uh, uh, a darkness ship that lights up, and it cost me several hundred pounds to get the collector's edition for Destiny two uh, Beyond Light. But you know, <laughs> it's fine spending. Fine spending problem as well. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's a good place to leave it for today. I think I think we'll see you all next week. Check us out at TF, uh, TF, hang on. Is your friend the email? Yeah, tfepod at gmail.com. I got there eventually. I there kept forgetting go. the E because I kept trying to go TF and E, but it's just tfepod. Blame the yep. font. Uh, we couldn't get the at symbol to look good. And symbol. And symbol, not at. Check me out at Frankenstein Gaming, Frankenstein on Twitter, Dan at Weller It's About Time on Twitch, me at Frankenstein on Twitch. And is there anything else left to plug? I think that's it. I, that's better for me. Don't forget to rate the podcast. Uh, it helps a lot. I've heard. I don't know how much it does, but basically, I've heard a lot of people go rate five or one star. But I'd prefer it if you rated one star. If you rate one star, fuck it. Why not? But just be really positive. We need positive, because if you're not positive, we're not positive. We can't bring you great content. Yes, like more in-depth shit that we talk about. If you like it, share it. All the fun things that every other host of a show should say, but I can't be asked because it also drives me insane. But, you know, it helps. People may or may not like this. We will give it seven years and we'll do the PlayStation 5. Dan may get one at that stage. I'll probably get the Slim eventually. I would, I would, I'm really curious if they'll do a Slim because it's a hunky, chunky boy and... I wonder how much they'll chop off of it if they made a slim. Well, by the time the slim comes out, they have a similar processor with the same performance, but a lot more efficient. I'm just questioning how they'll do the cooling if they make it smaller, because the whole reason it's that big is because of the cooling. So It'll be similar, just be less cooling. It'll be less passive heat sink. Mm. Because that's all the console is. Yeah. Oh, I did want to... Yeah, we'll leave it for next week. Yeah, peace out, y'all. Bye.